Good morning, everyone. I'm Joe Amditas with your Local Beat News Roundup with the best of 2017 Local Beat stories from the New Jersey News Commons. Earlier this week, we asked you to send us your favorite Local Beat stories from 2017, and here are the results. Just a quick note before we start, though, this will be our last newsletter until we return from holiday break on January 2nd, 2018. All right, let's get to the news. First up, on July 5th of last year, body camera footage captured Maplewood police officers punching and kicking a handcuffed teen, and audio recordings revealed directives by the police chief to move the local teens out of their own town and across the border into Irvington. Village Green was the only media outlet to file public records requests for the police reports, video, and audio of that evening. Village Green reporters pressed for almost a year for the release of this information, consistently following up with town leadership and even resubmitting requests when necessary. When the information was finally released earlier this year, Village Green reporters produced a series of articles about the incident and have since followed up on the turmoil, change, and hope that the incident brought to their police department and town. The story is ongoing, and Village Green intends to continue following it into 2018 and beyond. Next up, journalists get revved up about stories that afflict the comfortable and shine light in dark places, as we should. But hyperlocal news is also about reflecting the communities we cover and revealing what makes them unique. Morristown Green covered Morristown's galloping development, hot political races, horrific crimes, and much more in 2017. But the story that stuck with Kevin Coughlin the most this year involved a petrified sixth grader fleeing the stage of the packed Mayo Performing Arts Center on the biggest night of her life. Coughlin's story and video about the audience's response, including the compassion of one of its high school correspondents, speak volumes about the greater Morristown community. Next up, amid regulatory changes and a plan to hike the minimum wage, could the Atlantic City restaurant experience be on the verge of change? And how might the restaurant of the future be organized? Inspired by their work on the Voting Block Project, Route 40 sat down with a local restaurant owner and two servers with decades of experience in Atlantic City and elsewhere to talk about tipping practices and how best to reward talented staff, both in the kitchen and in the restaurant. Route 40 has also created a podcast episode about the gathering, which you can find on their website. Next, Helen M. Stummer lives in Metuchen and has spent over 30 years taking photos in a depressed part of Newark. She's now in her 80s. Currently, she also has a solo exhibit at the International Center for Photography Gallery at Mana Contemporary in Jersey City. Stummer's story, produced by Susan Walner of State of the Arts, won the 2017 Mid-Atlantic Emmy for Best Arts Program Feature. Next, more children and teenagers in New Jersey are committing suicide, a phenomenon that's ringing alarm bells for mental health professionals. After unintentional injury and illness, suicide is now the third leading cause of death for New Jersey's young people ages 10 to 24. Daniel Hubbard covered this story in a special report for Wayne Patch. In it, Hubbard asks, why is this happening and what can be done? Dennis McGordy was returning home from a long training ride in the spring of 2013 when his bike was struck by a gardening truck on South Avenue in Westfield, an accident that paralyzed him and changed his life. Now, more than four years later, McGordy has completed his third consecutive New York City marathon in the hand cycle division. Mike Cohen of Tap Into Westfield says McGordy and his wife have also teamed up to raise more than $45,000 for the Christopher and Dana Reeve Foundation's efforts toward finding a cure for paralysis. 
Next, the sanctity of the Mass at Newark's Cathedral Basilica of the Sacred Heart was shattered in January when a man wearing a white robe over a red suit shambled up to the altar from within the crowd, reached the Most Reverend Manuel A. Cruz, Auxiliary Bishop of the Archdiocese of Newark, and struck the 63-year-old in the face, knocking him backwards until he fell onto the altar. Tap into Newark obtained exclusive footage of the attack, which you can find on their website. And football is the third rail of New Jersey high school sports. It's electric when the season goes right, and when there are problems, it jolts a community. So it was in Verona this fall when public school authorities placed the man who had been Verona High School's coach for nearly 20 years on administrative leave during an investigation. Virginia Citrano of My Verona NJ says innuendo swirled into a firestorm on social media and in other publications, and the confidential nature of the investigation made it difficult to report on. But Citrano stuck to an often difficult middle ground and helped the community make sense of the situation. And finally, in October, the private nonprofit regional development organization Einstein's Alley unveiled a new sign at the Princeton Corporate Plaza on Route 1 in Monmouth Junction. The ceremony marked the first time the organization has designated a private office development as part of Einstein's Alley. Esther Serden of NJ Tech Weekly says the designation by Einstein's Alley is considered a way to brand Central Jersey as an innovation center, similar to that of California's Silicon Valley and North Carolina's Research Triangle. And that does it for our best local beat stories of 2017. Again, we're going to be off and won't be putting out any more newsletters until we come back from holiday break on January 2nd, 2018. In the meantime, feel free to send us your favorite news stories from local and community reporters from around New Jersey. For the Center for Cooperative Media, I'm Joe M. Ditas. Also, as an end-of-the-year experiment, I just want to see how many of you are actually listening to this. I've been doing this daily news podcast for almost exactly a year now, and I haven't really checked any of the metrics or analytics. I've been more interested in experimenting with audio as a medium. But I want to do a little experiment. If you are listening to this still, let me know by sending an email to info at njnewscommons.org. Thanks. Have a great holiday.